You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 30. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany, and I am your host. And if you are joining me for the first time, I welcome you. If you are joining me for the 30th time, I am happy to have you back. This has been an amazing year. This 30th episode marks the one-year anniversary of the podcast. I put up the first episode in September of 2015, and a year later, the show has been featured on the iTunes homepage three times. It has been back and forth in the top 200 for health and self-help podcasts. So that is because you continue to listen. That is because you continue to share. That is because you continue to leave five-star ratings and reviews in the iTunes store. So thank you. If you have not already done so, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review in the store. I would really appreciate it. If you would like to follow me on the social medias. I am at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two F's on Instagram, Snapchat, and the Twitters. The show, how does underscore she do it is on Instagram and Twitter as well. So you can interact with me there. If you listen to the show while using Twitter, if you'd like to say things about episodes as you listen to them, you can use the hashtag how does she do it? And I will be able to see your comments there. I really appreciate it. And if you have comments, questions, concerns that you would like me to address or talk about on the show, articles that you think would be relevant for just my thoughts, or if you have a question for the hashtag ask Tiff segment, please send an email to Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com and I look forward to hearing from you. This week's Just My Thoughts are really hard. I'm having a really hard time, if you can't tell, because... I can't tell if social media has made us more aware of the number of deaths by police of African-American people, of black people in this country, if we're only finding out about it more because people can tweet about it, people can share videos, people can share articles, people can put up hashtags and so it's more prolific and in our face or if this problem has been this prevalent or it's getting worse I've read an article this week that since Colin Kaepernick started his protest of the national anthem at least 16 Black people have been killed by police officers in America in about a month's time. I have watched two videos, one of Terrence Crusher, Crutcher, excuse me, being killed in Oklahoma, another of Keith Scott being killed in Charlotte, North Carolina, A little boy, 14 years old, named Tyree King, was killed in Ohio a few weeks ago. 
And there are names that I don't know. There are names who will not make a national headline. There are names of other unarmed people who have been killed by police. And I am at a loss. I'm really at a loss. And there are people who are still up in arms about the NFL players who are either taking a knee during the national anthem or raising their fist during the national anthem or having some other form of protest or stand of solidarity related to the oppression and overt discrimination that is happening in the way that these black people are being killed in America. But they don't have anything to say about these deaths. They have all the all the things to say about Colin Kaepernick and the alleged lack of patriotism that his protest represents and the protests of other NFL players who are supporting him and supporting the stance that he's taking. But people are quiet about what has become a obvious news story for so many weeks in so many different instances, so many different scenarios, and people are just quiet about it. So it's just interesting. And I hope, but I know that that's not going to be the case, that I don't have to talk about the killing of black people by police officers, people who are sworn to protect us. I hope that I don't have to talk about it anymore. But one of the things that One of the goals of the Just My Thoughts segment is to talk about things that we think about that are impacting me, at least, when I go to work, when I come home from work, when I'm thinking about my brother or my friend's husband or my uncles or my grandfather. Like these, I am a black woman with black male relatives and black male friends, and it is frightening to think about how quickly something that starts out as sometimes an innocent police encounter where a man's car is stalled on the road, as was the case with Terrence Crutcher in Oklahoma, to all of a sudden ending in his loss of life. So don't be silent. Don't pretend if this is bothering you, if you want to create a space to talk about these things at work, if you want to get together with people. And of course, you have to be diligent. You have to be mindful of the space that you're in and the environment that you're in and the appetite for it. But at the same time, if you're hurting, don't hurt in isolation. If it means you need to not listen to coverage of it at all, then stay away from it. Protect your own memory, protect yourself, protect your mental health, your emotional health, and pray for the families of those people who have lost sons, husbands, wives, daughters, friends, relatives, co-workers to gun violence, period, and to gun violence at the hands of police officers. And pray for the police officers as well. Pray for these leaders because this is not easy. And just because 
there is a systematic and obvious problem with various aspects of the way these officers are trained and conditioned and the way that the media helps to train and condition people regardless of our race, our class, or, you know, where we're from, because we're all being inundated with these images that are biased against certain kinds of people in America. We have to pray for each other. We have to talk to each other. We have to listen to each other. Otherwise, all we'll continue to do is keep having the exact same thing, the exact same scenarios play out over and over and over again. And the least that we can do on an individual level is to have conversations with people who think differently than we do and to hear each other and to listen to each other and respect each other's humanity. That's the least that we can do. And the most that we can do, I'm not even sure what the most is because there's no one way to attack this problem. But (sighs) those are just my thoughts for this week. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, this is the 30th episode of How Does She Do It? And it has been one year since I started the podcast. And a lot has changed and a lot has happened in the last year of my life. And I've grown a lot. And if you can't tell, I'm a pretty introspective person. I do a lot of reflecting. I spend a lot of my time trying to be very mindful of the experiences that I'm having and the lessons and opportunity that comes from those experiences, whether they're positive or negative. I started this show. I had recently started a new job. I was preparing for a TEDx talk. I was super excited about it. I was newly 30. Well, not super newly 30, but there was a lot of change happening. And so now with a year in, I feel like I've learned a lot. My show has grown because of your support. And I wanted to share four life lessons that I've learned while podcasting. And like I said, I think there are lessons in everything. If you are willing to pay attention, if you're willing to keep your eyes open and be open to the idea that life will teach you And life can teach you lots of things, no matter how mundane or minute the experience might be. So I record this podcast in my house. I don't have a fancy studio. I sit in my living room. (laughs) When I first started the show, I was recording in my closet. And I've since transitioned to realize that you don't have to do that in order to get decent sound quality. And I'm very grateful for that realization because it gets hot in a closet and you get a little claustrophobic. So (laughs) anyway, when I was preparing for this episode uh, earlier this week, and I was actually clearing out my Evernote for something something unrelated, and I came across my notes from 2014 when I first thought about the idea for a podcast. And over the last couple weeks, I've been doing some reorganization and moving things around in my house and trying to become a little bit more of an organized person. And I found handwritten notes with potential logos, with different names, different concepts for the show. And this this idea started in February of 2014. So I didn't record my first episode until 
August of 2015 and didn't publish my first episode until September of 2015. So that just goes to show you, and that kind of segues into the first lesson, first life lesson that podcasting has taught me is that getting ready is the enemy of progress. And as someone who works to get as much information, as much background, as much planning and outlining and organization before I do anything. It can be a crutch and it can be a, it's just a productive way to procrastinate. You feel like you're doing something. You feel like you are actually making progress when in reality you actually haven't moved the ball forward. All you've done is gathered, you know, all this, all these resources, you have all these web links, you have all these articles, you have all this preparation, you have all these notes and you have no product. You have nothing to show for all this preparation and preparation is important as I'll talk about later. But if you just spend your time getting ready All you'll be doing is getting ready. You'll never be ready because there is no such thing as really ready. There will always be more that you can do. There will always be more that you could have learned before you started. There will always be another tweak or another piece of equipment that you could have switched out for this or that or another conversation that you could have had. But the reality is, is that if you have that spirit of wanting to put out something good, of wanting to put together the best project that you have, or wanting to put together the best whatever it is that you're working on, chances are you have done enough work already to just get started. And I've heard it said by a few different people on a few different shows that I've listened to that you can't wait to get ready and that perfection is not something that you should actually be striving for because you can't actually achieve it. It is better to get started and to adjust later than to just keep delaying, 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 delaying. Imagine if I had started my podcast a year a year or so ago. And the time was right. The time was fine when I started it, but I spent all that time. I wasted all that time just sitting on the idea because I was nervous, because I was worried about how I was going to be perceived, because I was worried about not putting out something that was perfect. And I have not listened to the first episode of the podcast since I recorded it and published it in September 2015 on purpose. But I can assure you what I put up was not perfect. (laughs) So I say all that to say, don't waste time getting ready. Don't waste time trying to achieve perfection. The right time is a moving target. Being ready is a moving target. And The longer you wait, the longer you delay is the more reasons you'll find to just say, oh, no, I shouldn't. Oh, no, I can't. And you'll find more reasons, more reasons, more reasons to keep putting it off. Don't put it off and you'll be surprised at how things actually turn out. The second lesson that podcasting taught me is that proper preparation is key. So I know I just said don't spend all your time getting ready, but that doesn't mean you put out something raggedy. Right. That doesn't mean you just rush into anything that you're doing and not have done your due diligence on the front end to make sure that whatever you're delivering to your boss, to your professor, to your partner, to your colleague is something that you will be proud of. 
every episode requires preparation on the front end and on the back end. And so I have to spend time being diligent about that. And I can tell in my own self, there are some episodes where I did better preparation before I hit record than others. And that's something that's only going to fall on you. If you know that you could have done more work to put forth a better product or to put yourself in a better position to deliver something that was top notch, then make sure you do that work. Anything you put out is a reflection of your brand, whether you accept that, whether you think that that's truth or not, whether you do it online, whether you do it in real life. If you're doing it online, there's a trail of the things that you put out online. Even if your little privacy settings are set up, that's still a reflection of who you are. If you are doing it in person, if you're at work, if you're at school, that thing will come back to you if you do it right or if you do it wrong. So make sure you do it right the first time. There's a, a phrase that I learned at a particular time in my life, proper preparation prevents poor performance. I will not use the word that I learned the way that I exactly learned it. But if you prepare properly, you'll perform properly. If you don't prepare properly, then you won't perform well. So make sure you prepare for whatever opportunities that you have. And this podcast has definitely taught me the value of being aware of all the moving parts of all the things that need to happen and being consistent about that preparation each time. The third lesson that podcasting's taught me is that you have to learn to adapt. Challenges show up at your front door. Setbacks, they will alter your original plan. But that's just life. And the best opportunities and lessons often come on the other side of a struggle or on the other side of some challenge or something that you didn't anticipate. But when that struggle shows up, you have to learn to adapt and move forward. And that moving forward, that adaptation is going to require you to reevaluate the plan that you originally had for yourself or that new direction. When I started the show, my goal was to record and put up an episode every week. And I was able to do that for some time. And then life got more complicated and got a little bit more busy for me. And I wasn't able to stick to that. And that was a point where I had to decide and say, okay, am I going to either rush to put up crappy podcast episodes, or am I going to adjust to what's happening around me and pivot and move in a different direction? And I chose to put up an episode to not put up episodes on a weekly basis and to move to a bi-weekly episode. Uh, episode posting schedule. And for me, that works. And so I say all that to say that being grown, adulting, living this life post school, and even when you're in school, it doesn't, life doesn't proceed in a linear lockstep journey that is fit in perfectly with the plans that we've laid out for ourselves. Because number one, the plans that we have for ourselves are plans that are superseded by God's plans to begin with. But all we can do is with the information that we have available to us, with the knowledge that we have gained from the struggles that we've faced in the past, is to learn to adapt and to keep moving forward. When a challenge comes your way, when something throws a monkey wrench in the plan that you thought you knew the way that it was going to start and end, you can choose to cry about it. You can choose to lay down and allow it to dictate the way 
you govern yourself or you can stand up and say, okay, well, how can I make the best of this situation? How can I make the most of this situation? What resources do I need? Who do I need to call on to help me figure out how to move on from here? And sometimes you have to do that. And it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes it will require you to eat a little bit of humble pie and recognize that you are not in control, that life will force you to play another hand when you didn't expect it to. And it's the way that you respond to that that determines your character. It's the way that you respond to those challenges that determine the value of that season that forced you to grow a little bit faster than you thought or move in a direction that you didn't anticipate. And you know what? You'll be fine. You will be fine once you adapt. You'll be fine when you keep your eyes open and keep your heart open to the lesson that you are meant to learn when you have to kind of learn to adapt and keep it moving. The fourth lesson that podcasting has taught me is that you have to remember why you started in the first place. Those same challenges that I just talked about that will force you to adjust your plans that might have you to feel down on yourself or might really make you want to abandon whatever plan or goal that you had altogether, those moments are when you have the opportunity to reflect on why you started in the first place. I can think back to every stage of my education and even employment journey to this point and just think about the number of times I'm just like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't know why I'm here. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I want to go hang out with my friends. I want to lay on a couch and eat ice cream. I don't want to read another case book. I don't want to do another outline. I don't want to write another paper or schedule another meeting thought about all that stuff. But when you take a step back from that moment and say, well, why did I start this in the first place? What is my end goal? What is my objective? Why am I here? Why did I set out on this journey to begin with? That can reset. If that why is a reason that is grounded in what really matters to you, and if it's something that's intrinsic to you and to your motivations and to your purpose and to your passion and the things that you care about, then that why will kind of reignite that flame and will keep you moving. There have been times where I have not wanted to record the show because I'm tired. I have other stuff to do. I don't feel like it. But then I remember the emails that I get from you guys. Then I remember the reason that I started this show in the first place. I started this show because I wanted to encourage other people who are going through this adulting, being grown journey and to share insight and things that I've learned about work, about relationships, about self-love, about faith, health, all of the things that we deal with on a regular basis as we navigate this journey of life. That's why I created this show. And that, when I hear from you, when I get texts from people asking me why I haven't put up another episode, that motivates me and that reminds me that this is not about me. This podcast is not about me. This podcast is about a conversation and about sharing and hearing 
the things that you've learned by listening to things that I talk about or the reflections that you've been able to have about yourself in your own life because I've shared something about my own. That is why I did this. And so when you find yourself in a moment where you just don't want to do whatever it is that you've set out to do anymore, remember why. And if you can't figure out why, then that means you have to start, you have to start and try and answer another question. Because if that why is not, like I said, if that why is not something that is authentic to who you are and what you want, then eventually you won't be able to carry on in that direction anymore, which is why my life has taken the transition that it has taken because I started out on a journey that I thought was my own, that I, was, I thought was something that I wanted for myself. And that, en- that ended up not being the case once I was able to sit long enough and really figure out where I was going and why I was trying to go there. So remember why you started in the first place. Remember why you committed to doing whatever that thing is that you committed to do. And if you need to draw on other people, if you need to draw on your faith to and create some accountability in your life, create some accountability systems. If that will help you to kind of snatch you back into, into place to keep yourself moving forward, then make sure you do that. And with that, we have wrapped up the 30th episode of How Does She Do It? Thank you for joining me. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for your ratings and reviews. If you have not already done so, please feel free to hop on over to the iTunes store or wherever you listen to this podcast, Stitcher, Acast, you know, or the website directly and leave a rating or review. I would greatly appreciate it. Or you can send me an email, Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. And I will read that email on the show as well, but I would prefer if you would do it in the iTunes store. So before we wrap up, I want to read this week's review. It comes from Neo political and it says thought provoking and insightful discussion about the journey of life. I will stay tuned for more great topics. Thank you, Neo political for that review and your five star rating. And like I said if you have comments questions you can tweet me at tiff south you can tweet the show how does underscore she do it follow me on instagrams and the snapchats i put up stories i get up really early in the morning and i've heard from people that seeing my um i won't tell you how early i wake up because i want you to um if you follow me then you'll find out and i'm also planning on doing an episode on um how i ended up becoming a morning person and things that you might be able to do to become a morning person as well so with that i look forward to hearing from you on the Twitters or the emails or the Instagrams. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.